0: I've got to all, man. This icon is racist. I have never, ever been a spy. Can the list. PBS Bank uh,
1: loot? The problem is that Pinky. I will never
0: subject myself to whiteness. Order. I'm listening. Order.
2: Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. at arms. Can you please?
3: Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's edition of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amrao. Guys, thank you so much for joining us once again. I can officially say welcome to thousands of our viewers that we have Yay! listening to us. We have grown, guys. We have grown. Thank you so much for your support. I'm joined in the studio this week by the usual team. Um Zingisa Mbunvu, Zimasa Matiwane and Up clerk Guys, how are you guys doing this week? All good? We are ecstatic, my man. <laughs> thousands and thousands listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you guys,
2: thank you. So
3: just to celebrate this and, and to sort of take it off and launch it from where we are, we're going to be dividing this podcast down into three segments. It's going to be very exciting just to get give you guys a better experience um, of our very different sort of analysis that we do here uh, at Sunday Times Politics Weekly. We're going to be breaking down the podcast into three sections. The first is titled The Good, the Bad, and the Newsworthy. It's going to be a short segment from the newspaper on a big story that, that the Sunday Times reported on the past weekend, or it's going to be a topical story of the day. The second segment is going to be the story of the week, and that's going to be the big story that's making news headlines throughout the week. And the last segment Um, It's going to be called What to Expect When You're Unsuspecting. And this is where we give you a bit of a throw forward into what you can expect to happen in the political environment in the week that's coming. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Let's kick it off. I hope you guys like the new uh, orientation of the podcast. Give us any comments you have, any criticism. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at hashtag STPoliticsWeekly. Let us know what you think. Let's give it a go this week, guys. Let's start off. Let's talk about the eight members of parliament. That have so far resigned because they did not make it into cabinet positions. Let's list them very quickly for our listeners. We've got Batabili Dlamini, we've got Derek Hanekom, Noma India Mfaketu, um, Dipaul Etzatze Duba, Susan Subangu, and who else? Tukuzile Nasa, Bongo Nwele, and Jeffra Debe. Yeah, So there's been about eight in total so far. Former ministers. Former ministers who have resigned from parliament because they didn't make Cyril's cut into cabinets. Now for me, and I think a lot of people will also agree that it's better to retire on the pension of a cabinet minister rather than that of a member of parliament because the salary difference is massive. I think it's about 800,000 rand, I think, mm-hmm. per year. Mm-hmm. So they're going to retire with all their benefits. Guys, what do we think? I'm sure we're happy to see some of these guys gone out of parliament. Uh, or, or, or guys or girls. <laughs>
0: okay, Never mind about being happy or being what-what. Yeah. But the one who resigned with the bang was
3: uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Lamine. Lamin. Lamin decided that uh, she's bored uh, by reading these stories that another MP has resigned. <laughs> give us an extra story <laughs> but yeah um you, you you're right uh, it, this this all every five years you have this mm. uh, the other time where <clears throat> uh, you 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 had this was when uh then president uh, Jacob Zuma did that massive reshuffle and the number of yes. former ministers decided but no we, we will uh, rather quit um, as MPs um, one person who didn't, uh, at the time was, uh, um, um, uh, Derek. Yes, Derek Hanekom, Derek Hanekom, <laughs> didn't at the time. Yeah. But he's quit now. Um, he's, uh, uh, uh so st- stories that, uh, uh, he's not just, uh, quitting because of a pension. There's somewhere
3: else that he's Someone also going, I saw his tweet yeah, saying yeah. that he's Excited for future prospects. I also Uh saw Batabila Dlamini's letter um, that she wrote, her resignation letter, where she basically says that she's been vilified by the media, attributing blame wherever she can for her stance. However, if you remember... Domini was accused of failing to ensure that Sasa was equipped to administer social grants after the contract with Cash Paymaster Services was due to expire. This was about two or three years ago. And the Constitutional Court was forced to extend, I mean, the courts um, at the time were forced to extend the contract, even though it had been found illegal. Then the Constitutional Court, um, when the case was taken there, described... um, her conduct as, and I'm quoting here, reckless and grossly negligent, saying that she failed to disclose information before an inquiry into her role into the social grants debacle. So, Batavila is not one who has who is free from scandal. And for her to blame the media um, and vilify them, do you guys think that's a bit excessive, her finding excuses for leaving? Look... There'll always be excuses. I mean, uh, she—you know—one part
1: of uh, her rant that I would say I agree with is that she cannot be the only one to blame for for such a mess that was mm. with regards to that. I mean, we're a president, uh, for heaven's sake, uh, at that <laughs> time, which was Mr. Jacob Zuma, uh, and we had a whole cabinet, you know. um and and i mean really although yes that service is part of the social development which she had it but i, I doubt that when co- when when colleagues see that someone is struggling or someone is veering off the road as far as something is concerned that's why there are cabinet meetings whereby ministers and president cause ministers into order all of them failed uh, in that regard but the backstops with the person who's taking the responsibility which mm-hmm. is her, you know uh so generally yes it's i mean the whole letter and the rent is is, is is political it's all you know sour grapes um yeah i mean I, i'm not shocked at all but every day is like that she's a street fighter one thing that doesn't shock me is that she decided to uh, you know to to take the jump this way unlike mm-hmm. others who just said we can't declare okay. reasons she's a street fighter it's gonna be interesting mm-hmm what she gets up
3: to going forward but one thing i can say you cannot write her off just Mm. yet here's a big question for you are we going to miss any of these eight mps who have resigned
2: uh yeah of course of course there are some that we're going to miss but you know what it's 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 a job yeah and there is no one who is uh Irreplaceable mm. in in a place of work. We can, you know, only hope that uh, the incoming ones are going to yeah. be as capable and do as good in portfolios where there are ministers who are doing what. Well. Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> Everybody has so I want, much. I want the to say.
0: names of the, the just two people you are going to no, miss. You no, what no, what no, I no, just one, just the two.
2: There is actually two people that I'm going to miss very, very dearly, but I won't mention them. <laughs> Yeah, th- there are people that I'm sad to see go that mm. I thought, you know, could still offer the country more. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of other people who can do the work. So, yeah. I'm, but I'm going to miss Batavile and her drama yeah, also. You? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but you, you saw, uh, as Mbunvu was saying about Batabil specifically, uh, later yesterday, um, I'm not sure uh, which radio station she gave an interview, maybe it's SABC, um, saying that... Um, yeah. Uh-huh next year the NGC uh, National General Council of the ANC which reviews mm. uh, um, the implementation of the policies that they yes. took in the previous conference it's not just going mm. to be business as
3: usual. No, of course not. Um, It's going to be the fight back campaign against again, her.
0: Yeah people <laughs> have, have, uh, will have to account and, and mm. she spoke about the issue which is currently very contentious in the ANC the issue of uh, the nationalisation uh, of the Reserve Bank mm. um, so already as she's stepping off she's saying
3: Expected,
0: the gloves are off.
3: Mm. Mm. Of course, we must remember that but to be that Dlamini is still um, the president of the ANC's Women's League. So yeah. She still commands a, a great deal of force within
1: the and, ANC, doesn't and she? The ANC Women's League, for that matter, just to add, is the only functional league of the ANC at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Fully functional, she's got a tight grip on it. Mm has uh, uh, in control almost the entire executive but most important uh, has the control of the SG of the A C women's league I mean, you can just imagine now, both of them are probably going to be based to the house. Mm. So they're going to have they're much be, more contact than before. You know, so so really, but I mean, in fact, politically now, she may be stronger than ever before in terms of the structures of the ANC. But uh, just on, uh, still on this topic, I mean, the, the point that I wanted to add in terms of this resignation, you know, what disturbs me here, of course, you correctly put it that these people are chasing uh, you know, the pensions to, but you know what does this symbolize? Yes, it symbolizes a culture of an ANC that's got uh, people who want to serve yes. uh, for self-enrichment. Of course, I because it doesn't mean just because now you've if if you were in it to selflessly to serve the people. Yes. Actually, Parliament people need to start uh, re, stop reducing Parliament into something that doesn't matter. Parliament is actually very powerful because exactly. that's where policies mm. and everything is uh, uh, you know uh, started. So. And you need people of experience on things like that. Uh, People in terms of the culture and values of the ANC who've got institutional memory, you know. But now, when they're resigning oh. en masse like this, the NC runs a risk of just having, uh, you know, yes, they will have all these young people that are there, but these young people can't make that much of a contribution uh, in terms of a parliament. Parliament, you actually need more senior people than young people to drive. Uh, your, can you.
2: I ask a question? Yes. What contribution do you think Batabida was going to make the in which committee, for example? <laughs> no, committee. <laughs> okay, okay. No, last, don't laugh.
1: No, for instance, leave,
2: uh, you know, uh, com- I laugh.
1: <laughs> No, Batabida. <but But, laughs> In. No, but for instance, Uba Tamide, leave the okay, let's leave the politics and the character alone, but Tamire is very firm and has got, uh, I think her uh, understanding of women issues is very much important.
2: I call her a woman, I don't think so, but continue.
1: Okay, <laughs> yes. You, you,
0: you, you see she led that women's league delegation that had men. Men.
1: No, but c- come on, comrade don't say one. no.
2: no. That, no was, that was an entire no-confidence you, can,
1: you, you can't say uh, such people don't have a contribution to Make at all those people have got a contribution. Actually, now that look, you are reducing them to something that doesn't have the many pets that they have, they would begin to do the real work and you will begin to see their real potential. Because this thing of been driven around by blue lights as a minister. You are not serious, all you do going around cutting ribbons uh,
2: look. And, and, look, <laughs> and finding men to the, speak the,
0: the, on the, behalf of women. You see, your point about institutional memory, about um, understanding uh, lawmaking, the processes that it takes. And, and instilling discipline on the young ones who did yeah. come to parliament in those portfolio committees. I agree with you. Just the person you used as an example. No, but <laughs> I'm saying even Jeff.
1: No, I'm not. I okay, use yeah, yeah. You guys inserted Batavia into, into my conversation. Yes, I was okay, saying all this about Jeff, here, Jeff with all that kind of experience. Actually, Jeff has been a minister in justice, has been a minister in the presidents, has been a minister of SOEs, all that kind of knowledge. Imagine the contribution that Jeff would make in those portfolio committees in shaping their policy going forward,
2: yay, but because chef must go stay with his kids. <laughs> we no, don't but want you to see, paradise. so, so comrade, it's worrying.
1: But what the point that I wanted to emphasize is that now we know the kind of the cater yes. that
3: the ANC has. I can agree with that. It's observing, yeah. Because if you, it it just shows that if you can't get that sort of the cabinet position yeah. that you've been striving for and doing politics, for, guys, you're, you're going to age. leave. And no, 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 you
2: guys are being unfair. So when I when I, you are you are a, a reporter here, you get to be a politics uh, editor and then somehow you get demoted you go to be a, a what a, a a, a writer, and then would you take that job? I would take it. Icon, why not? Don't be unfair. If <laughs> I, no, but
1: comrades, seriously, politics. Politics the thing is, the ANC uh, presents itself as this movement of the people, yes, movement of the that, people. Yeah, but we know it's not. Yes, and this is the clearest indication that the ANC is a bunch of self serving individuals that <laughs> look, uh, we need to examine going forward properly.
0: Uh, um, what I would agree with you in, uh, is that, um, look. Uh, you are nominated
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you accept the nomination I, I mean after you accepted the nomination uh, when you've served since 94 you must know but the likelihood is that I, i've got uh, so much uh, that i stand to benefit when i resign as a as, a, as an mp and uh, from cabinet so you should have just resigned then if you felt that you you can't do the job you see what i'm saying it's, no i it's, it's, it's don't like know what you're saying
2: chief people must resign at the peak of the money <laughs> no, no, what, 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 what,
0: what, what, what i'm saying is that if if former minister jeff haddad yeah thought that he is not ready uh, to go to uh, parliament and serve as an ordinary mp he should not have ex- accepted the nomination oh, for an MP
1: but you said it also speaks the, the, the what, the what, what if some of
0: those people who voted for the ANC when they saw the list uh, and they looked at the, okay uh, Jeff Hadebe is coming back Tabula is coming back uh, Mildred Oldifine okay Mildred Oldifine <laughs> is not resigned <laughs> yeah um, uh, who else Susan Susan Shabangu. all of those and even Mama actually they was like ah I'm voting for the ANC yeah. based on this a caliber of people and, and now you all resign and
1: these are the people that I believe will represent my aspiration in parliament in terms of the policies that will shape how this government performs and guys, all of a sudden now guys, so and, and it means we they had, are there we, for we the had politics had of the stomach, stomach. We and not only that but further they are entitled to positions people think they will die minister Jeff has been a minister since uh, 1994 for the first time he's being dropped he's drawing trams all around it's not he a tantrum no, it's strategic it's tantrum. no for, for, <laughs> no
2: Okay. Lastly,
0: lastly, I understand uh, that some of them may have had negotiations, probably with the SGE or the president, and they may have been told
1: that they, at a later t- stage they will be deployed somewhere else. But even those conversations, self entitlement. Why do you believe that being just an ordinary MP is not good enough for you? You must be an ambassador or a minister. That's not <laughs> no, the no, culture no, okay. of the no, NC. But, 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 that uh, but, we, but, as we know, no, it. no.
0: But if the president of the country is saying, "I recognize your skill and I think you will," serve no, but I doubt best
3: the president would go it. to them. I'm sure they go to him. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> why? Well,
2: guys, let's, let's move on. on. Let's <laughs> move on. This.
3: We're gonna take a quick break and stay tuned with us because we're gonna when we come back, we're gonna be getting into the story of the week. And this week, that's gonna be public Project uh seewhem kubani. Stay tuned, mm-hmm.
2: Young people are making their mark. Get up! Tune into the Sabenza Live Behind the Hustle podcast every Tuesday to find out more about what fascinating careers are out there. You can find us on the Savitan Live website or you can follow us on Twitter on Savenza Live. Savansa Boy. Sabienza Girl. Sebenza. Sebenza.
3: Um, let's get into it. Public uh, Protector Bessie Mchobane has come out this week on Twitter with a whole long. I've never seen such a long rant before, uh, defending her her um, investigation into um, Praveen Gordhan. And a whole bunch of other issues, uh, she was going on about Christianity, she was going on about religion. <laughs> I, I I can't even remember all of it right now. But at the crux of it, um, the latest news we have is that Mkobani has confirmed in a letter to DA leader Musi Maimane that President Saul Ramaphosa is implicated in her investigation into the 500,000 rand donation received from Busasa CEO Gavin Watson. If we remember last year, the president answered in parliament that... He had no idea what this 500,000 donation was, and then he then retracted um, to say that, yes, it was um, donated to his presidential campaign in 2017. Um, now, the president has also just sent out a statement um, saying that he has received Mkwabaniya's uh, notice and that he, he has asked for an extension and that he also wants to interview some of the witnesses in the investigation. Now, guys, it seems to me, the Ramaphosa thing, a lot of people have been speculating that maybe Mkhobane is holding off until State of the Nation as a strategic sort of report that she wants to give out. But this is also not the first time um, the public protector has come in the spotlight for some of her investigations. I mean, if we look back at the Gordon case, and that's, I think that's the big one um, mm-hmm. where people are sort of divided on Mkobane. Um A lot of people supporting her, um, some people like Julius Malema and the EFF um, and the sort of RET um, forces. <laughs> forces from before, <laughs> and other people, some analysts, saying that actually she's overstepping her boundaries here and she's going after people with a political agenda. Um, let's take a quick look at Gordon's case here, right? Um, it basically revolves around the whole um, narrative around the rogue unit um, and also his pension payout to uh, Ivan Pillay, uh, who was at SARS at the time. Now, Godin has sort of been exonerated from these um, from these uh, allegations. The Nugent report, um, that was the investigation, the, the commission that was held last year to look into what was happening at SARS, basically found that there was nothing wrong with the rogue units. Um, yes, he said that they may have some of his members may have been doing some things that were slightly illegal, but the formation of it, under Godon, there was nothing wrong with it. So why then is our public protector still going after this issue? And should she be? What do you think?
1: Mm. Look, I mean, uh, I, I think first of all the the whole debate around Busesi Omkawani is highly, highly contaminated. Yeah. Uh, it's are against and for. Yes, um, for, I'm for or against. People don't look into the facts and come into uh, conclusions. For instance, uh, the, in the whole uh, excuse or well, the whole allegation that. Uh, she's descended into the political arena. I think, I think uh, the office of the public protector during the Zuma years, uh, based on its findings then, mm. was politicized at that time. And people now, if by merely complain, because I mean, there's nothing that the public protector can do if the complaint comes. Yes, to it. she has to investigate and come to a conclusion, which can either you are cleared or yes. you have been found to have. Uh, been involved in maladministration. first of all he only, he, she only uh, uh, investigates maladministration, not criminal issues so if people complain people have seen that office since today as a political tool yes. and they are using it and those, uh, uh, for me that's not the public protector mm-hmm. but those are complainants people who choose to
3: complain on certain things I mean the whole but, the can, but can the public protector not dismiss uh, a complaint if the complaint has already been found through an investigation like if we look at dons and I'm not defending anyone here at yeah. all. Hmm. But um, what the Nugent Commission found last year, and I attended it, um, was that Tom Tomoyani had received legal opinion from senior counsel in late 2015, indicating that the establishments of the rogue unit was not unlawfully established. But, but Mayone didn't make this publicly available. He didn't report this. And then mm. Eugene had said, "I and I'm going to quote him directly, I find no reason why the establishment and existence of the unit was indeed unlawful. And I am supported in that by an opinion given to Mr. Mayone by leading senior counsel in late 2015. As far as I am aware, that opinion has never been publicly disclosed. So... Saws and in the form of Moyane, got a legal a legal opinion at the time saying that the rogue unit there was nothing wrong with it. Can the public projector not say, listen, guys, you guys have complained here about something, but senior yes, counsel we'll has already made a finding on this. Mm. Well,
1: just quickly, I'm mm. addressing that. But you see, first of all, the state institutions have got uh, different roles, yes. and 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 also with that, there's been many. Uh, Inquiries, uh, others, legal inquiries, commissions of inquiries mm. on the same issue with different results. Yeah. Uh, Psikakani said yes, there was this thing. Uh, uh, Kroon, who's the other one who yes. retracted their thing, said yes. there was but retracted. There's another one who said there wasn't. Now there's this. You see, when there's so much conflicting views like that, and the public protector has nothing to do with those things, yes. she will just stick and confine herself to the terms of reference that empower her office to investigate and come to a certain conclusion. I doubt she'll come to the conclusion to say, yeah, no, there was never such a thing. She'll say if there was such a thing where all, uh, you know, uh, laws in terms of what empowers the minister Mm. or the commissioner at the time uh, followed, if they were not, then she will issue a verdict, you know. Mm. So I, I, I guess that too is neither here nor there, especially on these, you know, issues where there's been too many investigations, you know. Uh, so essentially, me my stance is that the pol- the, the office was politicized. I, I I'm not saying the 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 public protector, Musiyom uh, is not playing politics, but I'm saying the office was politicized during uh, Madonsela's time, and people are taking uh, advantage in terms of the image that it has built as a political tool, and they're using it to mm. file complaints like that to embarrass their political opponents.
0: Look, um, I guess on the on the one of uh, that you started with. Uh, mm. She has not issued a finding. Of course, um, I'm, I'm a bit skeptical about, uh, or rather, I'm a bit uneasy about going into d- a discussion with it because we don't know what the finding is. Mm. Now we have one where she has a finding. Yes, it's being taken to court. Yes, there has been a whole uh, f- uh, uh, discussion. Um, Are you talking for here about the
3: freedom reform investor
0: no, 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 no. I'm talking about the um, the one about. Uh, pension uh, the pension okay. pile oh, mm. mm. yes so it's going to court yes. it's being challenged mm. so there's there's during this debate what i i'd found there's people who are for her have been saying look uh why are you complaining uh, that um you are being investigated by the public protector because uh what's going to happen is that if you go there you will present the evidence yes, yeah. uh, uh if she wrongly finds you yes. to be guilty you take it on appeal, yes. And when it's on appeal, uh it's not just the High Court uh, that is the avenue. You can go further, yes. The the SC and the, even the Constitutional Court, yeah. if 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 needs be. So why why prevent it from happening?
3: I, I get you, I get you. When when if you think that you are innocent, yes. you have a means. To sort of um, get the truth out there, or to prove yourself innocent, it's not that the public protector's report is is sort of binding and the end of it all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So th- those were the arguments for her.
3: Yeah. But against
0: her has always been the fact that, look, or oh, you are you are opening up a space for people like uh, Pravin Godan to be yes. dealt with by a faction who yes. would say, uh, but. Uh, this one must not go into cabinet mm. because the public protester has found against him. Yes. And it has been a big issue because that report was released as the president was preparing to appoint a cabinet. Mm. So now, do you then say uh, the timing of uh, uh, of the release of the reports, is she really playing into politics mm. or is is it just coincidental?
2: Another I, has think, been there I think the merits, the, the merits of the report... And uh, the avenue that Praveen has to challenge the report should be enough even for people who think that Ombusi is, is playing politics. politics. Yeah. But and let's talk about this. I want to talk
3: about this playing politics but, but thing. Okay, 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 so I okay, okay, need no. to make a <laughs> last point.
0: I need to make a last point. And I'm making this last point yeah. because then there is there's, there's then a, a, a very loud silence. About the findings that he had made with people uh, who either uh, like Fikile Mbalula,
3: yeah,
0: with people like uh, Malusi Gigaba, Giga. yeah, and I will give you another mm. example where yeah. she, when everyone, including the ANC and even some factions within that said party, there is an MEC in the Western Cape whom she exonerated. Yes. So if she and uh, she she was playing politics. Uh, and those politics were favoring ANC mm. outright she, she, she should have naturally found against uh, uh, the Western uh, Cape um, then yes. MEC of human uh, yes. uh, on an issue uh, about uh, a gift uh, or rather um, a 3000 rand cake mm. who, in a birthday which was allegedly uh, organized uh, with the knowledge of someone who is his partner mm. so Look, when you look at these things, you you, you must look at at it broadly like okay. that. I'm not saying she's not she's sure. not playing politics. Neither am I saying she is. But I'm saying, uh, wh- what do we use to judge her to say okay, she's yeah, playing here's, politics here's, when there are other reports, yeah. other than um, the ones that are pro um, uh, the anti Ramaphosa faction
3: yeah. and the other ones that uh, 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 are anti them? Okay, but here's here's the council argue, uh, argument, here, because. I don't know if you guys remember her investigation into the Frida Dairy Farm scandal, um, where where she found that um, it sort of cleared all the high-profile politicians like Ace Makashule and Mosa who were involved in the scandal, and rather, she found guilty the guys who were dealing with the administration at the municipality at administrative level. And then also, in 2017, um, she released the outcome of an investigation into whether APSA bank had benefited illegally from an apartheid-era bailout. And... In that decision, she also recommended that the Reserve Bank should be changed, um, its mandate should be changed back then. So that's also playing into certain factions. But the thing I have to ask is up here where I get you. You're saying that in some instances we can argue that she is, and in some instances it's showing that she's not playing into factions. But simasa should there even be this? Because the public place is supposed to be independent in its entirety.
2: Like Mvumfu was saying, the office was politicized yeah. during Busiswam Kobane. That's when you started hearing uh, factions of the ANC celebrating on this finding. You mean
3: during Tuli Madoncelas? Sorry, sorry, yeah. Tuley,
2: during yeah. Tulis. I, I think it's gonna be very difficult to, to look at now. To 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 go back and, and respect the office and the chapter nine institution mm. which we must all because I this look the, these women, they don't just sleep and, and dream findings and write them of down. Course. You know, they are guided by the law. They are guided by the terms of references. And people take these reports on review. But also, you know, most of the time, we know that a lot of the times when there is corruption and there is a politician involved, mm. the politician says the word and the officials signs. Mm. So if mm. were sort of acquitted or cleared and the officials took the fall, then it wouldn't be a surprise. I wouldn't just assume that uh, Obusi is protecting Ace for what? No, it was a different
3: sign. There was a lot of compelling evidence against those two. Ass- oh, there I was. Okay. No, I'm, I'm okay. This is how hot this is our okay. debate okay. is. Wait. wait. wait you you know, know, I, I want to
1: respond to a point you raised earlier. It will be too late. I'm not just going to
0: talk about what Zimasa was talking about. I'm going to take you back to an earlier case. You are taking a back? Of Julius Malema, who was being probed uh, by Tulima Donzella at yes. the time, actually. And Tulima Donzella at the time was new. Mm. Um, at the time, a number of people had called her a Zuma appointee. Yes. And when um, she didn't find uh, against Julius Maleva there was a whole lot of hoo-ha and whatnot. Mm. But when you then get to understand how politicians uh, play around the business space... Mm. To this day, uh, the NPA has not been able to 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 get that guy to be arrested, mm. despite that government having been placed under administration and whatnot. So, uh, in hindsight, was she playing in, into politics, or there just wasn't mm. evidence of Julius Malema, or is Julius Malema really innocent of corruption in the in Limpopo? Because this
3: for
1: us. Yeah, End of this and for us. you see. Also, again, I mean, the perception the, the thing is, uh, also in South Africa, we have this strange thing that once we've built a perception about particular individuals, anything that doesn't confirm our perceptions, we dismiss it as incompetence and whatever. When we perceive certain people to be the saints and uh, the innocent ones, and then someone finds them guilty, we, we lose our minds. If we perceive other people to mm. be this corrupt bunch criminals, crooks, <laughs> and then they are absolved on a certain issue, for instance, now Mabuza in the that same day when uh, uh, Advocate McCormack was releasing the report on PG. She cleared Mabuza on two occasions. There is not even a noise there. Well, although people would have laughed, I can tell you there would have been a noise if Titi, because there's this perception uh, mm. given his previous life as the premier of Mpumalang, that he is a clue. <laughs> but Mkweban on that particular case absolved him. Actually, that case is so similar to the Estina one, because although Mabuza was cleared in those cases, but the administration, particularly the Titi of Pumalanga at the time, is fingered in those things because they are the ones that signed but do you ignore the fact that the uh, 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 administration the officials could have taken the instruction from politicians but in terms of evidence and proof you will never have that thus you absolve people i can tell you now if that is the case in terms of estina that officials certain officials signed although they might have taken the instruction i'm not saying that this is the case from ace you will never find anyone who will get uh, uh, proof of that. So that is the problem. We have this problem of perceptions with regards to the issue of timing that was raising, that's the issue I wanted to respond to. Again, it goes back to this thing. I'm saying what we see today with the office, a precedence that was mm. set During by the Zuma advocate Donzela, who was a celebrity, loved, mm. because of her findings against Zoom. And there which was nothing not, wrong at the time. Yeah, eh? Which I'm not saying <laughs> no one complained. was a lie, but because Zuma was the protagonist, the crook in terms of perception, the finding against uh, him was a popular thing, as such people ignore to question certain things. The report on Ghana was released on the eve of the 2014 elections. elections yeah. And pe- there are people, uh, Gweta Mandasha was one of the most vocal people at the time to say this is an agenda of Stellenbosch yes. to deal with the NC <laughs> and remove the NC from power, and Gweta was dismissed. <laughs> yeah. Easily like that at the time to say, but it's neither here nor there. Mm. If their findings and the time has come for them to be released, now is the time. So I I, I think the issue of uh, timing, if if we had questioned it at the time and become principled as a country, yeah. we wouldn't have it a repeat. Now it's a problem. call. <laughs> No, in fact, Boussi saw that a precedence had been set, so she's like, I'm doing it. And she can easily defend herself to say, but Tuti did it too, and nothing happened to her. So that's where I think we are, but I'm not saying uh, uh, Bussi is uh, neither innocent nor guilty, but I'm saying, okay, last point... uh, also, finding wrongly is not a sin. Yes, of course. Because if that was the sin, you can't call for the removal of someone based on what they found against someone only because it charges every day. And this is a simple argument, but people dismiss it. Simple uh, argument that magistrate court, they are magistrate court judges high court judges who find wrongly every month or every year their judgments are overturned at the uh, supreme court of appeal and constitutional court who has ever called for their removal
3: no mm. one exactly Appeal ended of
1: first
0: i think uh, the debate around was uh, uh, public protector uh, is took a, a wrong turn the debate was supposed to have been uh, I'm I'm saying in, in the public not here in the studio <laughs> about whether or not she's competent in okay. that when you read the actual findings I think those are the things that we should use to judge her mm. not whether or not the finding is against Pravin godan or Malusi Gigaba mm. whether it's against uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa or against um, uh, 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 Helen zille for, for 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 instance because she has made a finding against her so say governance uh, or, or we had had a new government after now we, we will surely then have new people mm-hmm. she would have still been investigating these cases absolutely so 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 when we judge her we must not look at, at personalities and factions of the ruling party at the time we must look at the content of uh, the 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 A report, report. Mm-hmm. and that one of on 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 on, on apps, it's very suspicious. Eh? Of course,
3: yeah. You, this debate is yeah. on fire, it's <laughs> amazing. With you we're going to take another ad break before we get into our last section, and when we get back, we're going to tell you what to expect when you're unsuspecting. Join us then. Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative, only on Times Live Motoring. come back. Now we're going to tell you what to expect when you're unsuspecting. And the big question of the week is the ANC's investigation into Ace Makashule for his alleged involvement in the formation of the African Transformation Movement. I think I remember one of our colleagues, Kaifus Tosana, back in the, uh, I think two or three weeks ago. Mm. He, um... No, just before the elections. Just before the elections. Yeah. He reported on this. But what has just come in is that As the ANC, this is for a story from EWN this morning, as the ANC prepared to investigate claims that its Secretary General was involved in the formation of ATM, the person who initially made the claims, in court, withdrew their case. The story says that the former General Secretary of the South African Council of Messianic Churches in Christ wrote a damning affidavit last month claiming that the former President Jacob Zuma and Makhshula were involved in the party, but now he's withdrawn that statement. Let's talk about ACF for a second, guys. What can we expect going forward with the ANC and its relationship with, with its Secretary-General right now?
0: This is going to be war, eh? Yeah, um, you can see it. It's you, can, you, you can see it, and uh, it's going to be very nasty. Uh, you, you must remember, now there's a big fight about resolutions yeah. of uh, of Nazarek. Now comes this to say, yes. but this one was busy saying resolutions of the ANC, resolutions of the ANC. It's a matter of principle conference. Was there in the formation of a party that was in opposition of the ANC? Yes. It's going to be very, a very brutal fight. Uh, Ace is going to, uh, um, yeah, is going to face a very difficult
2: time. What I like is that they. they it's not an ACE investigation. Yeah. It's an investigation into whoever participated. Mm. So as far as we know, uh, ACE was mentioned and then Baba was mentioned. Yeah. But now people are asking, what about COPE?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: So I think I think they must go back as far as COPE yeah. and tell us everything if they want to tell us things.
3: Yeah.
1: Chief? just to ride on what dikay was saying uh, the bigger fight here of course i mean not to say it didn't do or did uh, whatever is being accused of of uh, participating in the formation of the AIDS, but the bigger fight here is over the sword of the anc mm. there are two clear factions i think the reserve bank thing showed us that indeed this whole unity thing is a fuss mm. that the factions here they are jostling for power and control of the anc and as things stand they are toe to toe yeah i would say in closing if they miss Ace with this particular investigation, yeah. my goodness, all hell will break news from this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cover
3: them. <laughs> Yo. Uh, That's all we have time for this week. But we're probably going to tell you more about that story next weekend. Next week, when you join us again, tell your friends, tell your family. This podcast, I think, is one of the most exciting, interesting political debates in the country right now. Guys, we're doing a really good job. But thank you all for listening in. You can catch us on Twitter at hashtag ST Politics Weekly. Please interact with us there. You can also find our podcast on our Times Live website under the opinions and analysis page. Guys, thank you so much for joining us again this week. Have a good one.